Hello and welcome to episode six of Pump Up The Jam. I'm Jess. And I'm Sam. I have to excuse, firstly, my nasaliness. Hay fever has hit me, so I sound like I'm really ill. I feel fine, but I sound awful. So excuse, excuse that. But anyway, welcome back if you are a returning listener. Yeah, and if you're new, hi. So yeah. Yeah. So um, this on this month's episode, we're going to do all the usual stuff, review uh, what we've been listening to for the last month or so, and also um, the theme of this month's episode is wedding music. Yes, it is. Because we are in the season, people. Wedding we are season. In deep. Well, I mean, there was a big one that happened. Yeah, Shannon and Stuart. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but you might be talking about Harry and Meghan. Don't know who they are, the sorry. Du- Duke and Duchess of Sussex. Of Sussex. Sussex. Locals represent. Harry and Meghan. I know. They Congrats, Congrats, if you guys are listening. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure they are. I reckon Harry is well into it. Where was our invite? I just think it got lost. There was too many flowers around. Many. Hay fever. Yeah, me. you wouldn't have been able Oof. to. I would have been all right, though. <laughs> Actually, but when I was... Because I watched a little bit of it, and, like, all the celebs... Apart from George Clooney, he got to be, like, in the main bit where they got married. Yeah. Obviously, they're all just sat out there. You can't bloody see anything. No, but then did you see, like, it was just... On her side, it was just her mum. Yeah, her mum, bless really her. Her mum. But oh. I reckon they had a lovely old time. Also, if you're here banging, that's just my next-door neighbours. Excuse yeah. them. We've, we were at a different venue this month. <sighs> oh, we are, actually. It's weird. We're at Jess's house this month. I know. We're at our mum's house. Um, sorry, <laughs> no? No? <laughs> Do you not want me to know? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's fine. Yeah, we are. It's a bit weird. It Don't know if I like weird. it. Uh, I, I suppose it's just a bit more spacious at my house. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Shall we... Let's crack, crack on. on. <laughs> right, so what have you been listening to? Uh, so Plan B's album came out. Mm, it did. Literally like the day after we recorded, yeah, I think. Yeah, it did. Um, so Heaven Before All Hell Breaks Loose. I think I said on last month's episode that I was really um, intrigued to see how the all the different kind of genres that he'd spoken about yeah, would yeah. fit in. I mean, I wasn't disappointed. Brilliant album. Mm. Really soulful. Um, the production on that album is amazing. Yeah. Um, but he kind of floated over R&B, dancehall, gospel, and a bit of drum and bass, which is Why not? Nice. <laughs> I read an article <laughs> where the reviewer was saying that he feels that Drew, aka Plan B, yeah. is a bit lost. What do you mean? Because the album doesn't have a strong identity, like... The last two albums. Okay. So, like, Ill Manners. Yeah. Has got a really strong identity. I kind of get what that re- that particular reviewer was saying, but actually, I, it didn't make any difference to me. I thought the album was really good. Yeah, I get it. Um, but I don't know. I guess, in a sense, if you are co- kind of going back and forth, but, I mean, lyrically, w- what's going on? I think that was something that the reviewer was saying. So the reviewer was saying that lyrically he didn't feel he was as strong. Okay. I I don't know that I agree with that, if I'm honest. I, I think if you really listen, mm. I, I felt his... You but know, this is still the thing, like, even with lyrics, message. for me, if I listened to that album, or the reviewer was like, no, the lyrics are a bit... Mm, but you could have taken them a whole different exactly. way. And be like, oh my god. This is really touching that's me the somewhere. Best thing I've ever- oh. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean. Like it is striking a chord with me yeah, I get personally. It. You're so <laughs> depraved. <laughs> Alright, sorry. Um, so the two songs I like most, because I normally choose two from the <clears> albums, um, I liked Q Jumping and Mercy. Um, so they were my favourites. <laughs> and nice. Jess just hit herself in the face of her new fluffy pen. That Sam bought me. I did, for your birthday. Yeah. I think I did listen to... Did I listen to I all of to. I think you listened to it when, I, when it came out, but that was quite a long time ago. I don't think I actually listened to all of it. Oh, well, but I don't think should. I was... I don't think you were... I can't remember what I said to you, but... Yeah. I I think you 
basically it's not he's not someone he's not a go-to for you anyway not really whereas he's me, not really on my radar me and ian both really like him yeah so obviously kanye his album dropped didn't it you see that yeah yeah and it's called yay obviously but no yay from me i'm afraid <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's no a yay nay or yay it's a nay from me i just so it was a bit weird because obviously it was seven songs it was only like 23 minutes long so it's quite short um, and obviously Kanye has quite a lot to say, so you would expect it to be like bloody Chris Brown album, take 45 two. 45 <laughs> yeah. Um, Seven yeah. hours. And also, I've literally got it written down that the album cover, very Tumblr. That's what I've got written down. Very, very Tumblr. Tumblr. So it's like, what, of mountains, and then it has like green writing that says, I hate being bipolar. It's awesome. It's just, no. No, no, no. But, um, I mean... The first song, because weirdly, I think we started listening to it kind of the same time. Yeah, pretty much. I think I you think said... I was like a song ahead of you. I think you said, oh, have you listened to it? I was like, oh, no. The first song, I thought about Killing You. Very strong title. I didn't actually mind that song. I disliked it immensely. I <laughs> didn't actually mind it. The only bits I didn't like was the auto-tune, like, singing. But I actually didn't mind his, like, spoken word... I just wasn't down with it at all. Like, the whole album. And I think, I, I think, and I, this is what I've written, I just think I've cut Kanye off of yeah. my life. I just don't think I can deal with his shit anymore. <laughs> That's how it feels. He's like a I'm family kind of member like, or ex-boyfriend. He's like, now done. outside of the circle. Oh, my God. Um, I just... I found some of it quite offensive. Well, this is what I've got written down. So obviously, all mine, so fucking cringe. It just, as soon as you listen to it and the stuff that's coming out of his mouth, you're like, this is disgusting. Why are you talking about women like that? And I get it. It's a very stereotypical thing, like in rap, to talk about women like that. And I'm not saying that I don't like songs that do talk about that kind of stuff. But it's the fact that he then later on, like four songs later, uh, what is it? Violent Crimes. Oh, no. No, Violent Crimes is about his daughter. And he's Mm. basically saying, you know, all those pervs on the internet, I hope you don't get, like, bumps in the right places too early on and stuff. And it's basically saying, like, he doesn't want his daughter to be treated the way that Kim was treated. But then it's like, but hang on, rewind. But she, that's literally, how she's famous. Like, but also, he literally on the same album was talking about women in that way. Yeah, yeah. And it just kind of contradicts himself. But again, I'm not saying that, you know, there's other cases which probably is like that. But obviously, for me, I'm just like, no. No, I will probably not revisit that album. Um, I think I... I did yesterday, just as a recap for this. But I did really like Ghost Town. The one song I really liked was Ghost Town. It's got Kid Cudi on it. I, I, just, I really liked it. I, don't, I wouldn't go as far as saying I really liked I it. I did. I disliked it the least. There you go. <laughs> there you go, some common no, ground. It's terrible, but I just can't. <clears throat> I just... But we're then, over. Me and Kanye were over. <laughs> that's it. Done. Bring back old Kanye. I hope you want the old Kanye back. back. I do want old Kanye back. It's too late. He's gone. He's gone. He's too far over the line now, isn't he? But it does <laughs> does make me kind of not excited. I wouldn't go that far, but I'm looking forward to see the Kanye Kid Cudi album. See I, how that goes. I will, of course, listen to that. But <laughs> she says with a grimace on her face. I am grimacing. I just. I just can't, I don't know, I, he's just so difficult now, like, mm. I know I say that a lot about music I don't want to hear, is basically yeah. what I mean by that, I just, for me, it's just obnoxious, yeah, he's obnoxious, definitely, he's always been slightly yeah. obnoxious, but, but not quite this far, and he's just, everything he says is a massive contradiction in terms, like the album itself is mm. a contradiction in terms, but then maybe that harps back to the bipolar and it's just like a parallel, because that bipolar is, by its nature, yeah, of course know, it is, maybe but, that, yeah, oh, we just got oh um <laughs> actually yeah, yeah i didn't think about it like that so maybe that maybe it's a reflection of that and maybe that's why it is but 
something so something you said last time really resonated with me and that was about how he was um glamorizing that's glamorizing. what you said you said he's glamorizing his mental health problem so i was um watching something the other day and this guy who he reviews music and stuff but he was basically saying that he feels like everything that people tell kanye not to do he will do it's that whole childish like reverse psychology should tell him to keep making music yeah exactly (laughs) and then he just won't do it anymore maybe but that being said if you take away the lyrics Mm. i did actually quite like you know the beats and the production side some of the songs not all of them because some of them were a little bit annoying i mean i've said that to you before for me he's an amazing producer Mm. i think he knows how to put music together in a way that it's layered Mm. and it gives you more every time you listen to it yeah which i really appreciate and i like i like that but i just no it was a I'm going to be honest, the only reason why I, w- I revisited it was mainly because it was only 20 minutes. Yeah. If it was any longer, like an hour, you- no, sorry. <laughs> Done. One time, that's it. But I think because it was so short, it was kind of like, oh, do it. All right. Come on. I'm it's only 20 minutes. It's only 20 minutes in my life. Yeah. But then moving on from that, obviously, you're saying about him producing. He obviously. Yeah. Produced Pusha T's new album, he Daytona. Did. Yeah. How did you feel about that? Uh, again, it was a short one. Seven songs. Seven songs. Um, I really loved an album that Pusha T released. I think it was, oh, it was a while ago. Called My Name Is My Name. Yeah. Um, so I was quite intrigued about where this one was going to go. Do you know it was actually number one in the Billboard charts? This album? This Daytona, yeah. And obviously there's been a lot of discussion around the Drake song, the song where he's dissing Drake mm. and the comeback to that, which we'll talk about I think we'll, we'll get later. into that a bit later, yeah. Um, but, uh, do you know, there were some great samples. So, yeah. Um, comeback Baby was probably my favourite song. Yeah, mine too. That's yeah. the one I've got written down. And that uses a George Jackson um, yeah. sample. I really I like that. I do without you. Not on Bloomin' Spotify. Is it not? No, oh, no. I'm really sad because I like it. Like, mm. I YouTubed it because I really wanted to hear yeah. it. And that's the song I remember being played at home when I was a kid. So I was a bit mm. like, oh, that's nice. And that actually reminded me of, like, an old kind of Kanye song as well. It had that kind of vibe. Yeah, like, good Kanye. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> good the Kanye. old Kanye. Old Kanye. Um, um, so that was my favourite song. Yeah. Uh, not as good as My Name Is My Name. I, I, lis- I still listen to that album now. Yeah. But I will probably listen to it again. I don't think I will. I First off, again, talk about the album cover. I personally think it was very disrespectful. Like, I'm not a massive Whitney Houston fan. Like, I think I texted you straight away about it. I didn't realise. And it's... Okay, this photo, you know, everyone's seen this photo before, but I just think, why? And it, it kind of goes back to Kanye, and I feel like it's kind of there to reinforce or not reinforce but help his hype basically and be like oh look i'm still doing all these weird things even when it's not my own album (laughs) and it's kind of so much influence and power but it's like why why use that image yeah i don't i don't know what he paid so much money for it as well I can't remember how much. I don't much. know what the background is on using that image. If there's any reason, if it harps into one of the songs, I haven't picked up on it. If it has, I've listened to it. I've listened to the album a couple of times. But that's what I mean. I think it's just there to shock, and I just think it's a bit disrespectful. Personally, I just again, I think it's just Kanye taking control and being like, "Hey, this is gonna make people talk about it," which I guess it has. But one thing I did find really odd and really like unsettling for the ears Mm. (laughs) (laughs) unsettling for the ears were some of the transitions between the songs Mm. like normally it kind of ends and you have like maybe a second or two of silence Mm. or the track kind of fades out but they all seem to like end really abruptly and then go straight into a really obnoxious kind of beat or whatever Mm. and it was just all like oh god um but yeah i'll listen to it again not, I mean, again, not as much it's, as my name is my name, but it's twenty minutes in it, so it's not yeah, very long. It's not gonna, it's not gonna kill you to listen Maybe. to it. Maybe. 
Um, so another one that I listened to was um, Jay Prince, Cherish. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you've heard of Jay Prince. I have not. Um, so a few years ago, I want to say 2016, I was pretty obsessed with this song that he brought out called Father Father. Yeah. Brilliant song. It's on a load of playlists that I've made, like different playlists that I've made just because I was that obsessed with it. Yeah. So I was quite excited about listening to this. Really, really enjoyed it. Thought it was really good. My only criticism is it's too short. Too short? Too short. How long is it? Nine songs. My favourite um, on... My favourite two songs on there were In the Morning and Glam. Nice. Yeah, he, he's his brilliant rapper. He's UK artist. Mm-hmm. He... Um, bit of trip for you. Yep. Um, I love a bit of trivia. He, in, when he brought out Father Father, yeah. he kind of shot into some kind of... Not fame that you would know him from, yeah, but you yeah. should do, because um, he was then supporting Childish. Really? Yeah, because yeah. of that. Woo! So representing the UK, nice, and supporting Childish. I like that. Um, but yeah, my only criticism of that entire album is it's too short. It's too short. Well, I, would I like mean, more, more of it. There can be worse criticisms. Yes. Yeah. So I haven't got any other criticisms. I think lyrically, he's very clever. His mm-hmm. delivery is just. Really good. I yeah. like it. I like him. I like I'm him a lot. I'm a big fan. I like him a lot. Yeah. I mean, the only other album I listened to was Arctic Monkeys. And again, I was just a bit... Uh, not my vibe. Not mine. I couldn't. I was so disappointed. The thing is, weirdly for me, I've always said, and I don't know why, I've always said that Arctic Monkeys on an album band for me. I never listened to the albums. But then... Like, from listening to this, I was like, oh, I need to listen to, like, some of their old stuff. So then I went back and listened to the whatever people say I am. That's Mm -hmm. what I'm not. And I realised that I knew every single song off the album. And I was like, I love this album so much. Mardi Bomb, probably about me. (laughs) (laughs) You are a Mardi Bomb. Secretly, probably about me. Not a secret. People know. Now you all know. <laughs> but I'm nice. I'm a good person. I'm you just... are a good person. You just... Mardi. Mardi, yeah. <laughs> Sometimes. I've resting bitch face too, which doesn't help, so... Yeah, you get that from mum. Yep. So was... And dad. Oh, yeah, and your Thanks. dad, actually. Thanks, both parents. <laughs> both parents, thank you for that. But no, the... Yeah, their new album... Um, I don't know. I just didn't... I, I don't feel like Alex Turner's voice really suited it but I don't know if it's because I'm not used to hearing him over that type of music it was kind of jazzy to begin with wasn't it and then I I got real Bowie vibes when I was listening to it I felt like he was trying to be Bowie I don't know if I got that I I think it reminded me of Bowie's latest like Mm. the last app Black Star I don't know I what it's called. I want to say it's called Blackstar. Not very good I've with album names. There now. Uh, but yeah, I got real kind of Bowie vibes from it. Yeah. I, I, I like Bowie, but I I found it to, I just didn't sit with me. No, and it's me not an either. album I'll listen to again. No. I only listen to it purely because of. Arctic Monkeys. Yeah, Arctic But Monkeys. like, respect to them for like, you know, being willing to try something new. All yeah. cool for that, you know, because you don't want to be one of those bands that makes the same music all the time, all their whole career, because that's pretty lame. But as we've said before, you can't blooming win. No, of course because you can't. If you if you change it up too much, people are moan. If you stay like the same doing. too much, people are moan. Yeah, it's true. And I suppose that's almost like what that reviewer was saying about Plan B's album. Yeah. Like he's changed it up, and, and he's then like, it's still no, not I don't good like it. It's not, it's not good that's enough. the thing. It is, yeah. And like um, you said, it's whatever the interpretation is from the people listening to it. I mean, I'm sure I think thousands I've, and thousands of people love... I've read um, quite a lot of stuff on Twitter where people have loved it. Mm. They've said it's very um, sophisticated. And I'm like, sophisticated. I, I haven't given it that much time Maybe to be able to listen. Sophisticated. I don't think... I'm not. I would not I definitely say not. I was sophisticated. That's I'm not how definitely I would not. describe myself. <laughs> Ooh, I'm but. a catch. <laughs> My husband is very lucky. I know, I realise actually this whole podcast, every episode, there's some way of like just making me seem like a bloody <laughs> sado. You're not a sado. Oh. But going back to Arty Monkeys, mm. I just rem- got reminded of something. I swear their tickets that they're selling for this, they're selling in smaller venues. 
But the tickets are bloody expensive. Oh, like 80 quid, weren't they, or something? I don't know. I can't and remember. their last tour, they were doing like proper arenas and they were only like 50 quid. I don't know. I hate it. I hate it when people do that to their fans. I really. That's why 30 Seconds to Mars won't listen to them because they were charging their fans at one time like 150 quid just to meet them. And I think that's disgraceful. Well, I just just think... put it out there. All the bands and people that I like, <laughs> don't charge your fans money to come and meet you. Because they, they give you enough of their money as mm. is. But the problem is, is, it wouldn't be a thing if people didn't pay it. And I know, but you could there. still filter it some way. You don't have don't to charge know. your fans like nearly 200 quid to go and meet yeah. you. All right, you're talented. Not that great. <laughs> I don't, I don't think I would pay that much money to meet people that I really like. They're just people. Like you and me. <laughs> <laughs> you and I wouldn't me. pay 150 to come and meet you. you take a photo. I take that for free. Funny, but <laughs> you are very sophisticated. You do owe me I take a lot that back. Of money <laughs> for all the photos. <laughs> Actually, um, no, what was it? I said to you a, a couple of months ago, it's really weird. It's kind of sat with me that I was like, you've known me my whole life, but I've not known you your whole life. Because no. obviously you're older. Yeah, That's right. not to rub it <laughs> in. Thanks very much. That's not to rub it in. It's only 11 years. A bit weird, though. <laughs> it's weird. You've known me my whole life. Oh. Anyway, sorry, gone right off topic. And on your birthday the other day, I was talking about the night you were born. <laughs> oh, yeah, it was our birthdays. Was How was your birthday? birthday? My birthday was awesome. You were there. I know. Happy birthday. <laughs> Happy birthday to you too. Thanks. So the last album that I listened to was ASAP Rocky testing. Mm, I wanted to listen to that. Didn't get around to it. It's in stark contrast to the rest of the albums that we've talked about because it was really long. How long is it? Oh, I don't know, but it felt really long. It probably felt longer than it was. Because you didn't enjoy it. But it had a lot more songs on it. Yeah. It's one of those albums where I liked sections of it. Like, you know, of the albums yeah, or so songs. Were like, there were a couple, there were a group of songs I liked, and then there was a group of songs I didn't like, and then there was a group of songs I did like, and it was yeah, I it was you. one of those. Yeah, it's not an all rounder, mm-hmm. not for me anyway. Um, Praise the Lord featuring Skepta is by far my favourite song on there. I yeah, I saw that feature. I was a bit surprised mm. at that. Oh, I love Skepta. But because obviously I sent you that video, and there was a song on it on video that he posted on Instagram that had believe Frank Ocean and Lauren Hill on it. Yeah, and so I that's literally the last was like song, yeah, but Ocean. where's Lauren Hill? I you don't, don't know. She's not mentioned on the features. Yeah, of the actual track listings. Mm. But I did actually I did listen to that song. I wasn't I I hyped really it up like it. too much in my head. I wanted it to be more than it was because it's Frank that's, Ocean and I like Frank Ocean. And Lauren Hill. So yeah, I probably won't visit it again. I do need to listen to it, but apart from that song, which I've saved on one of my many playlists because I really liked it. Good. Yeah. Glad. That was it. That was my last album. Rock on. Right. Singles. Singles. So Florence and the Machine. Yep. Released second single from mm-hmm. the forthcoming album. Very excited. Oh, I love Florence and the Machine. I've got mad love for them. For Florence or. And the machine. And the machine. Like oh, and. And the machine. Um, so this one is called Hunger. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm just really looking forward mm. to, to the album, which obviously we'll talk about in the forthcoming features bit. Yeah, really good. Class- classic flow. It was all right. I, I mean, like yeah. It. yeah. <laughs> it kind of unfazed. Didn't hate it. Didn't love it. It was all right. Huh. So my first single on my list is Prince, Nothing Compares to You. I love that song. Obviously, originally made famous by... forgotten her name. Sinead O'Connor. Yep, that one. <laughs> the the one Irish the, lady. The one with the shaved head in the video. Yeah. But no, Prince, what a man, as always we say. A legend. Love him. I just like it. It's kind of a bit different from the other version that you hear all the time. But no, Prince, love it. Can't stop listening to it. It's Great. <laughs> Great. I've heard a lot of radio this month. You've More heard a lot of radio? Yeah, like, there's there's been a lot of radio on in our house yeah. this month rather than albums. So I've heard a lot of this next person that I'm going to speak about. 
And I really like her voice. Yeah. Jess Glynn. Mm. So uh, the song I'm talking about is I'll Be There. Yeah. Oh, just She's everywhere at the moment. She's got like three, she's in three songs that are on the radio Yeah, at the I think moment. it's because it's kind of festival season coming up and she's kind she of one of those people that... Yeah, I've seen her at a couple, <laughs> a couple of festivals. Have you? <laughs> yeah. She's really good. I like yeah. her. Yeah. I'll Be There. Yeah, really good. Really just like high and lifting and... <laughs> Yeah, good song. I'm so um, happy. But I also like the one of the other songs that she's done, the rudimental one with um, Macklemore. Oh but yeah, that's been out for ages. I just wanted to give it a shout out, so it's on the playlist. <laughs> uh, so my second one is uh, Joji. I spoke about him a couple of episodes ago. Yeah. He released a new song called Yeah Right. Yeah right. Again, very lo-fi, hip hoppy. You love a bit of lo-fi. It's just, it's very basic, his music. Mm. And I don't mean that, like, in a disrespectful way. No. It just is very simple beats. And he doesn't really say a lot in it. it mm. Obviously, he does sing. Um, and there's all this, like, hidden meaning, I guess. Also, the video is basically, he, he said that he put on a load of weight on purpose, so he looked disgusting. And then, basically, the video is... I think it's recorded on like a, you know, like a proper old school camera with mm. like the big tapes and everything. Okay. Um, so it's just him in like different locations. Okay. But he's just basically got these two girls like twerking on his face. <laughs> and nice. it's really awkward to We're watch. Lucky him. But I do really like the song. So yeah, JG, I appreciate you. <laughs> Apart from <laughs> seeing two women twerk on your face. <clears throat> Um, yeah, so Monique, um, he's got a new song out called Colour. Mm-hmm. Just really like it. It's a really nice song mm-hmm. about how someone's brought colour to his life when he nice. used to be black and white. Nice. I sent it to Ian, more romantic-like. Oh. It features um, Hayley Steinfeld. Mm-hmm. I think that's her name, isn't it? Um, and she's supporting Katy Perry when we go when I take the girls. Oh, yeah, that's so they're soon. really excited. Yeah, a couple of weeks. Oh, my uh, God. Next Friday. Yeah. Exciting stuff for you. The day that this comes out. Yeah, I, I love how you wait. take the mick out of me seeing Harry Styles, <laughs> yeah, but, but yet I'm you're going not to going see. For me, am I? I mean, we don't know that. <laughs> yeah, but I'm not. You're We're just going saying because that. the girls love her. Mm-hmm. They do. My next one is from a band called The Wallows. Now, I don't think you will know them, but. Uh, one of the band members actually was in 13 Reasons Why. Okay. He actually plays the main character. Um, yeah. He's one of those people. Seems like he's got many a talent. Again, it's nice indie kind of vibe. Mm. Again, the video has kind of been shot on like an old school camera. Maybe there's just like a Isn't common it's theme. A thing at the minute. Maybe it's just a theme for me as well. Maybe. I'm attracted to these type Lo-fi. of things. Well, no, they're just more old of an school. indie, indie <laughs> rocky band. And the song is Pictures of Girls. But no, I do quickly want to put a side note in for all the listeners who watch 30 Reasons Why. I just want to say, as a filmmaker, and I'm going to say that I am a filmmaker, I am appalled and upset with the Layers series. Exactly. It's gross. Nothing to do with music, you just want to say. I just want to say, as, as a filmmaker, that storytelling... You don't always have to be outrageous. That's all I'm going to say. Mm. Leave it on a cliffhanger. Well, Keep you guessing. Anyway, that's all I'm going to say about that. That's all you're going to say about that. But, good song. It'll be on the playlist. Indie, rocky. I think you would like it. Okay. It's nice. I kind of feel like I recognise their name, but I maybe. don't know if that's maybe because you've spoken about them before. I don't think I have. Yeah. Not on the podcast, maybe. But I don't know. Um, another one that I want to talk about, another single, is um, Labyrinth, Sia and Diplo who have come together, they've collaborated to become LSD, um, and they've released a couple of songs. What an edgy name. Well, see what they did there? Yes. I didn't realise until you said actually. So, <laughs> um, so one of the songs called Audio, and the other one's called Genius. Mm-hmm. I really like them. I know that you didn't really appreciate not my... it. It's not your cup of tea. Um, I, I quite enjoyed it. I haven't heard the other song. <clears throat> I heard the first one they released. So you haven't heard Genius? I can't I remember. Um, I love Labyrinth, so it was a big thing for me. I love Labyrinth, too. Um, yeah, love that one. So, and then the last one I want to talk about is Drake. Um, so he released "I'm Upset," 
I didn't like it. I know you didn't, didn't like, like it as it. much as you did. I really like it. So it's from the upcoming album, Scorpion. I just want to say <laughs> that because he, and again, we will go into this in a minute, <laughs> but because he obviously dropped that response track to Pusha T within hours of the album dropping, that was way better than I'm Upset. Just putting it out there. <clears throat> I think they're just very different. <laughs> I think for me and because I knew what you felt about this song when I was writing my little notes mm. so I I feel like it was bitter and I just really liked it yeah <laughs> and I like that I I've added it, it to my basic. like you know my move bitch get out of the way oh yeah I've yeah. added it to that it's like it's up there for me I just thought it was a bit basic sorry Drake I quite liked it now I mean that kind of in a disrespectful way yeah no you I mean don't basic as in <laughs> basic bitch <laughs> he's a basic bitch he's allowed to be sometimes like, we're all allowed to be basic sometimes it's true it, I don't think it's the best thing he's ever released oh no I'm, I wouldn't go as far as saying that but I, I, lo- I liked it Especially I liked not. his delivery. I thought his delivery on it, even though the beat itself, the the music mm. was really basic and yeah, yeah, I liked it. Well, the last track I want to talk about is one I believe that you also appreciate, yeah. and it's by the 1975. Give yourself a try. Oh, I loved it. See, I do this thing with that band where I listen to their like new stuff. And I really dislike it the first time. But then for some reason, the second, third time, absolutely love it. And now I can't stop listening to it. I just liked it from the get-go. I really like it. I think it's catchy. I think it's... The... And I don't know if this is the right thing to say, but you know the chord in it? The guitar. The constant guitar. Yeah. That's all the way through. It, really, it give, gave me... And I couldn't... I can't place the song. I know it's going to come to me probably <laughs> after the recording. But it... it Gave me like a two th- early two thousands indie vibe. Yeah, no, I get you. I was I thinking Ash, Feeder, yes. Muse. Just couldn't get any of that out of my head. Like to the point where I re-listened to an Ash album, uh, Free All Angels, mm. and yeah, and I went back and listened to a bit of Feeder and a bit oh, of Muse. Feeder, yeah, I like Feeder, but um, yeah, I I really I liked agree. it. I, it I liked really it. did give me an old like early two thousands indie vibe. I liked it. It seems like um, that every album they do, because I think I briefly saw like a clip of him, of him, of them being interviewed. Um, and it was kind of like each album, they have their own, a different sound, which I quite like. But still the same. It does kind it's of, really, it, it's, oh, it, it's, yeah. yeah, it does kind of sound similar to the last album. I wouldn't say like, it's totally like, oh my God, like Arctic Monkeys, no. where it's kind of gone from. A to, a to B. A to Z, let's say. <laughs> yeah. um, but no, I really like it. It's catchy. They've been on like Saturday morning. Like, you know I love a kitchen show. Yeah. They've been on like a Saturday kitchen show mm. or something like that. And they were talking about how wherever they go, they try a ragu. A ragu? They're trying to find the world's oh. best ragu. Not a spaghetti bolognese. R- a just the ra- ragu. <laughs> God's sake. Um, it was somewhere, I can't even remember now, but it was somewhere in the UK, somewhere really random, mm. like in the Midlands or up north or something, where they'd found the best ragu. Oh <laughs> and they'd been God. to Italy and obviously. Oh, but yeah. Blah, 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 it's but the, the best ragu was in the Midlands. Nice. Um, yeah, no, I, I like them. But yeah, I like, I'm excited for their album. Yeah. But yeah. Me too, me too. Record of the month. What was? Oh, you go first. You go first. Well, obviously, Childish Gambino. This is America. What a song! Now, I had this on as one to talk about. The hell! But when she told me it was your record of the month, I was like, "Oh, you should have known." Yeah, I know. I should have known. I, yeah. I loved it. Brilliant. I, the music video. Oh, I love the video. Crazy. But cool. It gives Crazy me goosebumps. Cool. The second when he goes into the room with the choir mm. singers. I won't ruin oh. it if you've seen it. If you haven't seen it. it I mean, you should have. Because where have you been? Please make last... sure you're, you know, of age. Oh, yeah, of course. Don't, yeah. <laughs> 18, 18 plus, please. 
Yeah, maybe 16 plus. Maybe 16. I think they know about stuff like that. But Hopefully. 16. I mean, we're making it sound really <laughs> bad. I mean, it is terrible. Well, it is terrible, yeah. But also, I just want to say, and we will talk about the music in a minute, I promise. I just want to say, again, as a filmmaker. As no, a filmmaker, I'm joking. this is I'm how joking. you make a really good music that video. I really appreciate Donald Glover um, because I've seen, obviously, I appreciate him. I love him. Marry me, please. Because um, obviously he's in uh, Solo. He was in an interview uh, with one of his co-stars. And, the in- you know, obviously they're trying to promote the film. And then someone turns around and goes, well, you've had quite the week, you know, this film and your music video dropping. And he basically says to him, like, could you give me some background on the music video? And he just turns around and goes, I don't think it's my place to tell you how to interpret it and i i love that yeah because every time you watch it you kind of see something new yeah and i think again kind of sounding a bit pretentious because it is a form of art someone shouldn't tell you how you should feel about something Mm. like obviously we could all feel like similar things Mm. but if he puts it out there like this is the meaning this is what i want you to feel it kind of takes away from that a little bit Mm. but it's just a cool video i love it yeah i really like it I, we took different things away from the video because yeah. I remember talking about it. Yeah. Um, but I don't want to ruin it for anyone. Anyway, I I really like the song. It's just it's so smart. I love Ian it. Ian doesn't like the song. He doesn't but like the song. Hasn't seen the video, and I I, I think feel like change. he needs to see the video, but he's just really not. He's really not that bothered about it, which makes me sad. I think it's really good, but ha- there was a lot of features on that track, which is good, and you had um scissor. <laughs> This is a feature in the video at the end. But I just really liked it. I liked the contrast of the beginning bit, even um, when the beat kicks in. And then I'm going to reference the music video. When he goes into the room with the choir people, again, it goes back into that, like, soulful kind of singing choir vibe. I just really like the contrast between the two. Yeah. Because, again, it shouldn't go together, but it complements. But it's just like the... Or what I took away from the message as well that's in stark contrast to most of the song well yeah which sounds quite happy and the content is not happy it is not it is not happy people but yeah i'm excited for his upcoming album there was elements of uh this is america that kind of sounded like his old album yeah latest one um but then again it kind of sounds like he's going away from that again which again i'm quite intrigued Mm. because a lot of his stuff is more rap kind of of its time yeah whereas last album was a bit more out there a bit more 70s yeah throwback it was so psychedelic yes so i'm intrigued to see where he's gonna go but obviously i'm gonna be straight on that straight listen on that day it comes out when it's out midnight <laughs> <laughs> straight away right what's your record of the month so i after the whole lsd thing mm. i went back to an album that i go back to quite often which is Labyrinth's album yeah. Electronica mm-hmm. and I've decided I've listened to it so much this month that actually that is my re- so my record of the month is a song off of that which is the Earthquake All-Star remix yes um, which I introduced you to yes last month mm-hmm. it features Tiny Temper Kano Wretch 3-2 and the one and only Buster Rhymes like that just when you said <laughs> that I was like I've got to Sorry, listen what? to this I right now it, yeah. it was just like okay yeah yeah Buster, yeah, what? Absolutely, (laughs) smashes it. He Mm. takes the whole song to a completely, just another level. And I love that song anyway. Yeah, as I said, I was so intrigued when you were like, "Buster Rhymes is on it." I was like, "I need (laughs) to listen to this." It's not someone you'd expect. No, to be on there. Um, but that whole album for me, there isn't a song on there I don't like. And I, I listened to it quite a lot. Realized that I knew more off of that album than I realized. Mm. Like, listening through it, I was like, oh, this song, yeah. oh, and it, yeah, so. I'm a big Labyrinth fan. He, yeah. he did wireless a few times and when I was there, and yeah, it's not a coincidence that every time he sang Let the Sun Shine, that the sun actually came out. Not even a lie. That actually happened. He's a magician. He's a magician. He's God. <laughs> Is that what you're trying to tell us? No, I'm trying to say he's God. I just think he's positive. <laughs> 
it's got such positive vibes that he was able to bring the sunshine out after it had been raining at Wireless Festival. Well done, Labyrinth. Labyrinth. I wish I Legend. had your skill set. <laughs> <laughs> what, you can play like a gazillion instruments? Sing. And sing and Be stylish. Everything. And He's make, so stylish. Make the sun. Make the sun come out. Exactly. <laughs> but I like that. Good track. Good pick. Mm. Um, so this is a new section that we introduced <laughs> last week, ad hoc, uh, last month even, ad hoc. It was a bit ad hoc because we but wanted to talk about Kanye. I got very positive feedback about it. <laughs> they said that they really enjoyed our little Kanye section. Yeah. So we thought we'd carry on a new section. Yeah. And there's been a lot more beef. Yeah, so much beef. So obviously we've talked about it already whilst we've been talking about Pusha T's album yeah. and Kanye's album. But basically, Drake and Pusha T, the beef has been reignited. Yes, it has. So it all goes back to ages ago when <laughs> Pusha T basically said that Drake doesn't write his own songs. Yep. And he's got a ghostwriter and is... Uh, what's the name of the chap? Quentin Miller. Mm-hmm. Quentin. I'm not really sure. Quentin. Quentin Miller. Uh, I don't know. I mean, the Pusha T album, the song where he disses Drake infrared... It's just like a brief line isn't it is it though i don't know i re-listened to the song oh i only thought it was a brief line no i feel like the whole song is is a massive diss to joe yeah it it was interesting Mm. like because obviously i listened to the album before the beef before Mm -hmm. i knew about the The beef because you told me later on i hadn't even cottoned on to the yeah didn't even know drake had done like a freestyle Mm mm-hmm and he, I think, so the line that everyone's talking about is the lyric, pen and equal, the Trump's winning. Yeah. Um, and then <laughs> talks about Quentin Miller. Oh, and my favourite line, though, was, it was written like Nas, but it came from Quentin. <sighs> oh, ouch. See, that's how I thought like, the line, I, that's uh, what I thought the line was. Jeez. Yeah. But. Can I just say how impressive that that album dropped and within hours, hours, hours. Drake had a response track <laughs> and it was fire. It was fire. Pow, pow. And, <laughs> I mean, again, he, but he also shreds Kanye in that as well. Yeah, I know. Because, and, well. Well, yeah. Obviously. Obviously come you on. can't because it was on that album. But um, I thought it was very, it was very quick. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I think I read a tweet somewhere along the line that said something like, "Drake is the Amazon Prime of the <laughs> <laughs> of the reply track because he does them so, so quickly." Quick. He literally was and like, was "Where like, did he get that beat from?" Yeah, and I don't the, know. it was just like, I think he's just got got them all sat somewhere. Yeah. He's ready. Or he literally ready. got someone like on speed dial and be like, "Right, someone's diss me, make me a beat right now. I need one." <laughs> I don't know. I. I think it's just going to keep going on forever and ever. Probably. I mean, it's not the biggest beef. Well, it is big. It's big I mean, beef. it's big for Drake. It's big beef. They're basically saying he doesn't write his own no, songs. No, I know. And but everybody loves Drake, though. Who, yeah, I mean, does anyone really care whether he writes his own music? He cares because I mean, yeah. he obviously works very hard on his music. But do you? how do you know that? I don't. But how do you know he doesn't? Well, exactly. <laughs> But yeah. yeah, like the first line in his response, or one of the first lines is, um, what do you really make of the N-word? I yeah. I don't like saying that word. Um, that'd be making your beats. I've done things for him that I thought he would never need. Mm. And that's obviously just in Kanye. Kanye. I don't know. I've, I I think it was more the response time that was the big Yeah, that was. I was it. amazed. I was amazed. But actually, if you go back and listen to Infrared... Mm. <laughs> it's. I think I need to. Yeah. It's pretty. Possibly the whole, read the, whole the lyrics song. as well. Yeah. Absolute whole song. Yep. There you go. So yeah, little bit, beef. Beef. Little, little bit of beef. Little bit of beef. Little bit of beef. Shout out to the last episode. <laughs> little bit of beef. Little bit of beef. Um, and then there's another piece of news. Yeah. That was this month again in the rap world <laughs> when Nicki Minaj started a rumor herself. <laughs> I mean, she didn't start the rumour. She just replied to a fan's comment on an Instagram post. Someone literally just said, are you dating Eminem? And she just said, yes. (laughs) And I'm sorry, if you do hear it from the horse's mouth, so to speak. Come on. I don't know. Because you don't, you just don't know. Weirdest couple in the world. No. I don't think it's the weirdest couple in the world. No, no. 
Not the oldest couple in the world. Don't approve of that at all. I I mean, I'm not saying it's something I could have foreseen. (laughs) Foresaw. Had it it actually been real, but, you know... I mean, Eminem at one of his concerts yeah, he afterwards, did. he was like, how many of you want to see me dating Nikki? And he was like, was what it? did he say? He was like, I need to message her or like get her number yeah, or something. I he need said. To her. Yeah. So that um, rumour, obviously not It's true. not true. It was a joke. She was just She's just responding. feeling like she was sick of the Cardi B beef, so thought yeah. she'd start her own rumour. I'm joking. Yeah. <laughs> she just probably was having a little bit of fun and just thought, yeah. Who knows? Or maybe she just really wants to go out with Eminem. Maybe. Done a couple of songs together. What? We don't know what happened. No, we don't know what happened in the booth. (laughs) Disgusting. Um, Some other bits that have been in the news. Jess, I'll let you take these because they're about your... Post Malone. He wears Crocs. People. (laughs) I hate it. I can't cope with it. Why? And there he is smashing a guitar. I like clicked on the photo. Crocs. It's like no, can't like it now. Can't like the photo. Literally couldn't physically bring myself to like it. And because you know my hatred for Crocs, you sent me the picture. Yeah. And you were like, look at this. <laughs> Why? I'm just so disappointed. He's got all that money, and he's wearing, and he's Crocs. wearing blooming Crocs. People do say they're comfy. I don't care how comfy they are. They don't need to be out in public. Especially not when you're breaking a bloody guitar on no. stage. There's two reasons. There's two acceptable times to wear Crocs. What? When you're a toddler. Yeah. No. Or a small child. Never. Small child. No, fine. never. No, they're fine on a small no, child. No, they're not. Never. And, and like a nurse or a doctor. Yeah. That's, or a vet. Okay, that's, or stretched a there vet. There you go. That's fine. <laughs> when it's for work purposes, fine. But post, you have a choice. And you made the wrong one. You made the wrong one. And going off that... Got nice sneakers. <laughs> but he's just got another face tattoo right under his eyes. Mm. And it says, always tired. Oh. And I just... Uh, no. No, no, no. 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 Post. No post. She's doing the I'm, finger I'm waggle for waggling. everyone. No, no. can't see. We'll, we'll post a picture of it. <laughs> just a wagging finger. It is disappointing. Just Particularly for you, because... I kind of like his face. But that's how I felt or feel about um, what's his name, Travi. Travi Scott. Yeah, he's got all those. No, is no, it? No. Yeah, Travi, the one from Jim Class yeah, Heroes. Yeah, Jim Class Heroes. Like really pretty face. Yeah, all those tattoos were in it. Do you remember he went out with Katy Perry? He did go out with Katy Perry because she's in that video mm-hmm. with Patrick Stump. Yeah. Oh, what song is that? I Cupid, like Cupid chokehold or something. Chokehold, yeah. Mm. Oh, I'm going to listen to that on the way to work later. References. References. And now it'll be on the playlist, which is awesome. Yes, as always. But yeah, it's two quite okay Just looking little... men with ruined their faces with tattoos. I mean, I'm all for doing what you want, but always I, tired. Always Come tired. on, post. I mean, have some kids. <laughs> <laughs> Try then. Hashtag then, relatable. Then you'll know what tired is. <laughs> yeah, that's so it that's for the us, news. That's for the news, yeah. 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 So the main theme for this episode is wedding music. Yes, it um, is. So the reason that we've gone with this is because it is the middle of the year and traditionally um, it is wedding season. It, it is. upon us. We are I in myself, the season. I myself have attended a wedding already. I have not. And watched some of another one. Yeah. <laughs> it was very famous, yes. as we've already said. Um, but yeah, it, music for weddings is very. I think very it's important. Important, yeah, definitely. It was it really important to me and Ian, like to the point where we spent hours and hours and hours deliberating over but what music we're going to have at our reception. You didn't have a first dance, though. No, we didn't have a first dance, but we did talk about a first dance yeah. and having a first dance song. Yeah. The thing is, is we're not we're not a traditional couple, and we didn't want we don't really want all the people staring at you. I don't, thing. yeah. Like I, don't I really wasn't me. comfortable with that, and neither was Ian. So it's we, a bit awkward, we decided it? against it, which I like. So Harry and Meghan got married. <laughs> Who? Who's Harry, Harry and Meghan? Prince Harry. But they so they hired for their reception DJ Sam T- Totally. Mm. Have you heard of him? No. He's like. DJ to the stars. Ooh. So he's um, he's DJ for Elon Musk, Uma Thurman, Ooh, P. Nice. Diddy, um, Rod Stewart. I think was another one that mm. I read with interest. 
And the reason he's famous and people like him is because he um, he's a VJ. Ooh. Because um, he does audio and visual. And nice. And he brings it all together. And he I does like it at that. the same time. Like, when he's DJing, he VJ. sorts out all the visual at the same time. He's a VJ. <laughs> um, <laughs> Hilarious. And he... So Harry told him... Harry doesn't like cheesy music. Told him no cheese. But their first dance no is kind of cheesy. Their first dance, I thought, was amazing. I don't I think mean, I no, I that love cheese. that song, but it is a little bit cheesy. So their first dance was "I Want to Dance with Somebody." Love that song. Good song. That was Shout so loud in the microphone. <laughs> I apologise. Got too excited then. And I thought I thought that was brilliant. They've yeah. stepped away from any kind of traditional because that's not a song that you hear of as a first dance. Song no, at it's all, not. Is it? Like I've written down a whole like two pages. Me too. Of... Well, not two pages. Like, but even going through lists of like, you know, the most popular first dance Mm. songs, there was a few that I was like, really? But the first one I got, Ed Sheeran, Thinking Out Loud. I think I've been to two weddings where that's been the first dance. It is a good song. It is a good song. A A good 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 dance. dance. It's a good dance. That, that's the video, isn't it, here, where he's like spinning that dancer girl around. I know, but then for me, I don't want to be like everyone else. Yeah, no, and nor did nor would I have been, because then you just you know everyone else has done that. But then you're talking to someone who walked down the aisle to Nicki Minaj. So. True moment for life. Just putting it out there. So it can be on the playlist, pretty much. I have no idea what I'm gonna. Walk. Well, obviously, of course I obviously, don't. We, yeah, <laughs> I'm getting married. Surprise. <laughs> no, you're not. Sure. <laughs> no. Um. I would have had more notice, surely. Yes. But actually, I've noticed that the list that I've got is a lot of, like, older songs than it is more modern songs. Yeah. So, Etta James, At Last. I love that song so much. One that surprised me, I guess it's not too weird, but I can picture myself dancing to this song, Louis Armstrong, What a Wonderful World. Yes. And that, actually, Over the Rainbow and What a Wonderful World... Israel, and I'm going to say his surname so bad, Kamakawawo. <laughs> I'm not sure that's how you say his name at all. But he did, so Over the Rainbow, What a Wonderful World, um, like mm. mashup. Yeah. Um, do you remember Fifty First Dates? Yeah, of course I do. Song. So I kind of, I can kind of see where it is, but I kind of find that song quite sad. It is. It, yeah, that's also what I noticed, that, is, that some of them, like, yeah, the words or the lyrics might sound quite sweet, but, like, the tempo and everything and just the whole vibe of the song sad. is quite sad. Yeah. Like, another popular one was Adele, Make You Feel My Love. Actually, not originally Adele, anyway. It's Bob Dylan, but... It's really difficult not to think about the old songs, but I don't know. Songbird, Eva Cassidy, was one that mm. came up quite a lot. And it was definitely one that I looked at purely because Gran loved Eva Cassidy. Yeah. And I like her. And Grandad. Always, Grandad asked for an Eva Cassidy song at the reception, but it was a bit too oh. sad. Oh, okay. So I didn't play it. Didn't, it. it didn't go on yeah. the playlist. Sorry, Grandad, I love you. <laughs> um, but I thought a good one, a good older one, was My First, My Last, My Everything, Barry White. Yeah. I love that song. It's so up tempo and cool. Like, yeah. It's just a really good song. There are some that I hear and I just think, oh, boring. Aerosmith. Like, Aerosmith. How did you know I was going to Was you actually going to do actually that? Actually, going to say that. I really Don't dislike that song anyway. Like, I genuinely dislike Even that song. Trip you. Great film, Armageddon. Just putting that out Another song. <laughs> you love a little song. Um, I just try to do it to wind you up. That I really dislike is Amazed by Lone Star. Oh, yeah. That kept coming up and I was like, no. Uh, just no, no thank nope, you. No, no, But now they're both going to be on the playlist. Lionel Richie, Diana Ross, Endless Love. Yeah. My endless uh, love. That is a song that me and Ian would have danced to. I you like that song because it's funny yeah, it's it just funny. does remind me of happy gilmore. happy gilmore but then saying that adam sandler 
Grow Old With You from oh. um, Wedding Singer. Cute. I just love that whole film. Again, this is going into Adam Sandler appreciation. Yeah, we, we do like, because he's got really good taste in music. Like, all of his films have got really good music in. Old Adam. We want old the old Adam, Adam Sandler old back. Adam. The old Kanye, old, old Adam. Adam. We're sorted. Um, a newer one, Marry You, Bruno Mars. I've got that on there. It, that song makes me that so song. happy. It makes me happy. And it, it's such a cute song to dance, like your first dance. Uh, one, this one's for, for mum, yeah. especially. The Time of My Life, Bill Medley and Jennifer Warren. Nice. Do you think you did the lift and everything? I think someone brave enough to might. I can do it. I wouldn't want to either jump or be caught. <laughs> I would just fall, fall on the floor. Um, and another old one, which I quite like, but it's been covered to death. Mm. So you could probably choose various mm. versions of it. It's um, Can't Help Falling in Love With You. Oh, yeah. Elvis. Yes. The Ridge. Goo Goo Dolls. Iris. Oh, I love, that, I love song, that song. But I don't think I'd want it as a wedding song. Not as a first dance, I don't think. Well, I don't. I'm not sure I'd want it involved in my wedding. No. The wedding I went to last weekend, mm. their first dance was "Candy" by Paolo Nutini. Nice. I love that. I love that song also. Well done, Shannon. <laughs> well done. Good, Good choice. choice of song. Good choice of song. Um, Benny King, "Stand oh, By Me." Yeah. Another but still appreciate. quite slow. I know, but that but, is quite a sweet song, though. Yeah. At least it's not sad. I did look at um, wedding songs, uh, wedding films even. I yeah. really like a wedding film. Like, it might be a bit of a guilty pleasure. Like, I've got quite a few wedding song, uh, wedding, <laughs> wedding films mm. that I have probably watched to death. Like, if they were on video, it would be broken by now. Yeah. So, Four Weddings and a Funeral. Yep. Chapel of Love. Go into the chapel. Yeah, gonna get, get married. Um, Elton's version. Oh. Um, all you need is love the Beatles in love actually I love that bit Muriel's Wedding yes I love that film so much I used to watch it endlessly um, I do I do I do mm. Abba shout out to mum again loads of these are like mum's mum songs the last one I've got is my best friend's wedding say a little prayer no. Aretha Franklin have you never seen my best friend's wedding no I feel like we need to have like a wedding film sesh. Me and you will just get ice cream. Oh, bridesmaids! Bridesmaids. What's on, that song what's the that they sing? Song? The um, wedding song is "Hold On." Yeah, yeah. Oh, who sings it? I can't remember. <laughs> oh no! I don't, no, it's fine. Um, but yeah, that song. Yeah, that's brilliant. I suppose it's because all of those, all of those, are films that were out when you were little. Yeah. And I, I was just obsessed with them. I was really obsessed. I know, a lot of them I just associate with mother. You have seen Muriel's Wedding, right? I think so, but You're when I was a kid. You're a terrible Muriel. You should not have watched that as a kid. But no, there's so many. Again, I think because it's your own day, different songs mean different things to different people. They really do. So obviously, again, to me, I might be like, oh my God, this song is the most romantic thing I've ever heard in my life. And then you could be like, that is... Shit. No, <laughs> that no, is thank crap. you. No, thank you. But no, I yeah. Oh, Florence and the Machine going back to her. You get the love. I wouldn't say it's first dance, but like as a oh, cute, cute wedding could be in the wedding somehow. Somehow, somewhere. I think, <laughs> like we said, you know, that kind of music, that wedding music, is really important. Well, it was for me, and it was for Ian. I think it will and be for me, one hundred percent. Yeah. And I think that's because we love music and that is one of our biggest kind of passions, I suppose. But it is very personal. Like, the music at Shannon's wedding, just because that was the most recent mm. wedding I've been to, she had three bands. Yeah, which is cool. One of them did, like, older things and some of them did, like, more recent things. And then she had a Motown... Closing out the evening was a Motown oh, band. Cool. And they were so good. Yeah. Like genuinely can't tell you how good they were 
I really, really enjoyed them. <laughs> I really, really enjoyed them. I really, them. really enjoyed them. I think they were called Stacks of Motown. Shout out to Stacks of Motown. If that's your name. I know, no, I'm pretty sure. That's cool. I'm pretty sure that is their name. That's cool. Um, oh, no, but also with, like, the reception and stuff, are they, because you've got all your family there, it's like a little nice bonding session, isn't it? So it's quite nice to have all the, not just romantic songs, but, like, the amount of, I mean, I was going to say the amount of weddings I've been to. Like, I've been to, like, millions. But, like, you know, put on a bit of madness. Family classic. Everybody will be dancing. Even the kids who probably have never heard well, of yeah, madness. yeah, we had madness on our thing because the kids love it. That's the thing. It's a nice little bonding session, the reception, isn't it? Well, that's it. I remember one of my fondest memories, not just of weddings, but of all time, mm. is um, at your dad and Claire's wedding. Mm-hmm. Um, they had bonkers at the yes, end. Yes, I remember that. And it was so, everyone I love that song. was on the dance floor. Like, ba, ba, every ba, single ba, ba, person. Ba. Mm. I really enjoyed that. But, non-stereotypical thing. Dad, don't you remember that Dad, um... Obviously, it wasn't for Claire walking down, but it was just while everyone was in... Waiting for, obviously, Claire and the bridesmaids to come down. Had, like, a instrumental classical version of Soundgarden Black Hole Sun uh-huh. and he loves it that memory just because it's like nobody he knows what the song was we like I know what the song was but everyone else was like oh this is a lovely song isn't it and actually I knew what the Sound song Garden. was because they got me to download all the, I still they still come up on my iTunes do they yeah still come up if I log on to iTunes it'll say purchase music and then mm. I've got these like instrumental versions of songs yeah I think one of them's a stereophonic song yeah mm. I think that was their first dance I believe they love a bit of stereophonic they do a piano version yeah a non-stereotypical thing yeah. probably what I'll try and do just because I'm I think you have to edgy you like are edgy I'm not edgy I just <laughs> we wanted to be different that's why mm. I love moment for life and that's why I walked down the aisle to it yeah there's a bit right at the end that's quite almost a bit orchestral mm-hmm. and that's I liked that part of that song yeah but there were loads of songs that we... I mean, we've got a wedding playlist A and a wedding playlist B... Yeah. ...that's saved on my playlist on Spotify. And I listen to them now. It's full of all different things. Garage, everything to get people up and dancing. I think that's the key so that's to, the a good, to a good reception. Well, you want... It's as songs I said, it's that cover all bonding. genres, that yes. cover all... That's going to appeal to your gran, to your child if you have one. Yeah. <laughs> Or the children that are attending exactly. your wedding if you don't. Or if you even allow children at your wedding. Ooh. Because, okay, you know, that's quite a controversial thing, isn't it? Lots of people don't even have them at weddings. Because they don't want the responsibility of looking after their children. Well, they're getting crunk. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and I kind of get it. Like, I, Evie came to Shannon's, but she went at, like, half seven. Yeah. So she the, the night had just begun. The night had just begun. So she didn't get to see the drunk people? No. That's fine. Well, there were a couple of people that were already drunk. Yeah. But, you know, so it goes. <laughs> One of them being <laughs> you. No. no. obviously not. <laughs> I know. There was no <coughs> alcohol past these lips, even though I was going to have a celebration drink. But, but you didn't. You no, backed out. I, was, I didn't back out. I was running around sorting out blooming chairs. I'm not a pussy. I was sorting out chairs. <laughs> Now on to educating jam. Right, I've gone for a simple one. Nice. Cord. Oh, yes, because I genuinely, I use it all the time. I don't know if I'm using it properly. I think we say note, cord, and possibly another one. So maybe we just need to... We just need to learn. Realise what they are. So, stepped away from Wikipedia this month. (laughs) Oh my gosh, what? Stepped away. Gone to Oxford Dictionaries. Oh, lovely. I said that really weird. Oh, Di- dictionaries. dictionaries. I say dictionary. Dictionaries. Dictionaries. It's like jewellery, jewellery. I say jewellery. I say jewellery. People but think it's weird. People's, yeah. Jewellery. Do you want some jewellery? Do you want some jewellery? No, I want jewellery. Jewellery. We're, we're posh. <laughs> we're not. <laughs> right, so, it's a noun. Fabulous. A group of bracket typically three or more close brackets notes sounded together as a basis of harmony does that really give us much 
Maybe I will have to go back to... <laughs> Maybe I'll have to go to Wikipedia. So, the, for me, when I think chord, I think it's almost the background underlying it's like like, the, melody. Yeah, so it's like the basis of this, the, the song. song. So I think it's either guitar or piano. Mm. But I still don't know if I use it in the right way. Because, so you know... Um, like I was saying about that song earlier, I can't even remember what song it is. Oh, the 1975 song. Mm. There is that continuous guitar mm. in it. That and would I be referred a chord. to that as a chord. Yeah, but it's not, is it three? Do you think it's three notes? So, right, I've, I've gone back to Wikipedia. Gone back to Wikipedia. Just because it's given me a little bit more. A chord in music is any harmonic set of pitches consisting of two or more, um, brackets usually three or more, notes that are heard as if sounding simultaneously. Okay. So yeah, that that guitar in the so there must be a chord. Yeah, song must be a chord. It must be. Maybe nineteen seventy five. If you're listening, <laughs> teach us. Can you just let us know? Is that a chord? Because yeah, we're. I think it is, but we don't know. We just don't. I know. think it is. Okay. Because it must be the basis of a song. Yeah, and that is all the way through. That's because when you think when someone's learning guitar. Or piano, well, yeah. no, more guitar, you would say. Learn the chords, the chords. don't you? Yeah. <laughs> As if I've learned the guitar, I haven't. I don't know. I, I played steel pans to... at school. <laughs> Nay plays steel pans. They are quite do. fun. I can't imagine you playing them. I was the bass. I had five massive drums. <laughs> I was in my own little space. I was going to do, what was the I one? Boop, boop, boop. We did. Um, I don't know why I did that. What did we do? My favourite song to do was Boys and Girls by Blur. Oh my god. Yeah. You remember the action on my. I mean, it just looks like you're drumming. Yeah. Well, I kind of was. But the sticks, they were literally sticks with half a bouncy ball on the end. Beep. Yeah. Beep. Excellent steel pan impressions. impressions. Hit me um. up Monday to Friday, <laughs> nine to five. Just nine to five. Yeah. <laughs> Just busy, you know. <laughs> you are busy. Very busy and important. Uh, but yeah, been a bit of a brief one. It's a brief one this but, month. You I'm know, afraid. we're on a time limit. Sam's like leaving. But anyway, as always, thank you for listening. We do appreciate it. We've got um, obviously Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. You can find us at Pump Up the Jam Pod, mm-hmm. which uh, we have the same username across all platforms. Yes, cause because we're, we're great that, at that good. Um, and as always, yeah, hit us up with your questions. Yeah, we want to start answering questions. Any wedding we... songs that you think mm-hmm. we've missed that are absolute must-haves, or if you want to give Jess some ideas for her future wedding that's happening like next month <laughs> it's not it is i'm getting shush, married shush donald glover it's a where should we see? <laughs> but yeah also you can check out uh the playlist search accompanying for this episode yeah. you can search for us on spotify obviously pump up the jam podcast or if you just go to our social media you will find the links there yeah let us know what you think but yeah. thanks guys we appreciate you thank you bye, bye.